The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411 and sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand. Always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so glad to be here. Like, honestly, I love what you're doing. And I think that it's so important. And I feel like we should just start at the beginning and just tell me about your background and what like motivated you to start Belly Welly. So like every entrepreneur, there's always a weird story or a little bit of crazy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm no, totally no different. I knew like age 10, as early as, as early as I can remember that I wanted to be a matchmaker. Stop it. Yeah, so I was like the kid on the playground with the list being like, you need to, you know, you need to like wear so-and-so's denim jacket and like after recess today, you're official. That's and so, so cute. I told my parents like very early on, like I'm going to be a professional matchmaker. And luckily I had very cool parents who were like, this sounds okay. sketchy, but you do you. <laughs> so every, I would, was in college and every summer I'd go to LA and intern for a professional matchmaker. Okay. And so many sketchy I summers. I cannot even imagine. Oh, like, I have a like, distant family member in Chicago that's a matchmaker. And I, whenever I'm with her, I'm like, tell me everything. It's like, <laughs> it's as juicy as it honestly sounds. Yeah. Especially like the, yeah. Anyway, so I walked away from four summers thinking, I don't know if this is what I was envisioning. I was essentially out at like clubs recruiting matches right, just for like clients. And I was like, people. this is not, I wanted, I, I had this vision of matching incredible people mm-hmm. with other incredible people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So went to go work at tech out of school, fell in love with the startup. I was at Hulu when it was still kind of a startup. Oh, amazing. I couldn't shake matchmaking. So yeah. I camped out at networking events every night until I found someone who was doing exactly what I pictured, which mm-hmm. was starting a matchmaking company to match cool people with other cool people, right. for lack of better words. Right. So joined her, got to see a startup firsthand. She was, you know, female founder. She's incredible. We hired 100 matchmakers nationwide. Oh, my God. And saw a lot of people get married, honestly. That is so um, awesome. Yeah, it was called 3-Day Rule. I loved every minute. And one day I said, you know, this would be kind of crazy, but we should we should match some celebs. So I sent a direct message to a big male celebrity at the time. I am dying. And I said, this is so crazy. This is years ago. Okay. When, like, DMs actually made it through. Okay. And okay. I said... I, here's who I'd match you with. I'm a matchmaker. And I had a really good match for this guy. Yeah. And I got a call back from his team within a couple hours. And they said, be at this address in the hills. Stop. I have full body chills and I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) So I did. I went and pitched him on the service and signed my first client and then went home and thought like, oh my gosh, how am I going to, I don't know anyone cool enough to match. Like how am I going to actually match him with? 
So I figured it out. I ended up matching him and one thing led to another. And all of a sudden, that's what I was doing. It's working with clients in the entertainment space. Wow. Super interesting. And and then one day I got a call from the, the CEO of Match and he convinced me to come be the chief dating strategist at Match. Oh my God. So anyways, my first love is all things dating. Yeah. And matchmaking and relationships. So yeah, I didn't mean so to start cool. Belly Belly is the short answer. Okay. I don't know if most people mean to go start their company or or maybe they do, but I wasn't one of them. Yeah, um, it seems it seems like no, a lot of people just like it's an issue that they had that they were like, I need to do something about this. Yeah. And, and then I'm, found themselves running a business and they're like, I don't know how to run a business. <laughs> I mean, very similar playbook, <laughs> yeah. a very similar playbook. Yeah. Um, so this is exactly what happened. So mm-hmm. I was I was doing the above and okay. I was loving it, honestly, yeah. and came down with gut issues. Mm-hmm. And I like sparing the TMI. I honestly had been fine. I had like always been the girl who could like have the pizza and like feel fine the next day. OK, OK. I got about a food poisoning in Mexico and it just never really resolved itself. And it wasn't uh, anything crazy. It wasn't uh-huh. like I was in the hospital. It just like never got better. OK. What did it feel like? It was, was it like, like I was bloated and all of a sudden okay. like things like gluten and dairy were upsetting my stomach and I had never had that. Yeah. So I went on antibiotics, which you do, right? Like, and then that didn't really work. And then all of a sudden one thing led to another and I was on like four, my fourth course of antibiotics and it was starting oh to consume a weird amount of mental energy. I'm like, sure. I was just worried about it all the time like but I was obsessed because I wanted to return to like what I used to call like how I was before where like I was always a pretty healthy eater and like a clean eater but like I don't know if I wanted the piece of pizza I could have it and it wasn't gonna like kill me the next day yeah yeah and so you had to be thoughtful about it which was probably really annoying and I was worried a lot like um, if I eat this like will I feel Mm -hmm. bad on the airplane Mm -hmm. or Um, you're thinking about where you're going to be when you're eating something so it's just like the anxiety took over and then what what started to happen is I was so worried about what I was eating that I ended up like like I ended up eating a lot less honestly mm, it was like mm-hmm. oh that hurts my stomach so mm-hmm. I started to associate food with being bad for you being pain or like discomfort mm-hmm. and yeah. so eating became a chore I was dreading eating and then I was eating this like very limited diet that was safe like uh-huh. I knew if I ate this like weird mix of things I had put together that that you would I'd be, be okay. okay yeah but it wasn't nutri- I mean it wasn't bad but it wasn't nutritious it was like it just wasn't good and uh-huh. so I started camping out in Facebook groups, which almost sounds old school now, but there was all these Facebook groups dedicated to things like daily bloating and Uh IBS. And I didn't really know if I had IBS. It just all of this all of a sudden felt relevant. And what were the doctors telling you? Yeah, I had an incredible doctor. He's that was actually one of our first investors in Belly Belly. But their tools are limited too, right? Like we've all acknowledged this and know this, but like Western medicine doesn't plug in with nutrition. Right. So it's all kind of fragmented. They don't know everything that you're eating. No. So it's not, it's not like completely holistic wellness. So they they do all the tests, but then they don't know like what you've eaten for the past two weeks. Yes. Yes. Anyways, so there was just hundreds of these Facebook groups okay. full of people like myself. And they all had the same story. It was like, I i mean, it was really honestly the same story. And so after digging in there and participating in that community, I started talking about it with my own network, right? Uh-huh. And like basically anyone that would listen. Yeah. And I realized in doing so, like 80% of my female network could relate on some level. Uh-huh. Again, probably not to the degree I was experiencing, uh-huh. but, but, but enough to 
have worried or cared about it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I've been trying probiotics or, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, no, I mean, like, I just accepted I'm bloated like half the day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so weird. We like talk about our skincare routines. We talk about we but don't gut talk about health it. was like not a buzzy conversation. No. People weren't talking about that. Yeah, they weren't yeah. like we even talk like everyone compares notes on periods, for example. But like right. gut health felt just as I mean, prevalent. It, yes. And, and no one was t- talking about it. Totally. Yeah. And so I found myself in tears one night because I was just missing chocolate chip cookies. No, not a good reason for crying. (laughs) I just had a first baby. Yeah. I think I was just, you know, things were things were rough. And so I I said to my husband, like, I just want a chocolate chip cookie. And there's just like nothing in the grocery store that's using language that is resonating for Mm -hmm. me. It's either very medicinal, Mm -hmm. which has a place in my life, or it's like fart jokes. And like Mm -hmm. I'm somewhere in the middle where I want this, I want a premium tasty product that acknowledges things like bloating, but belongs in my pantry, not the medicine. Right. Cabinet. That makes sense. Um, right. That's not in like that weird like diet. Yeah. F- aisle yes. in the pharmacy, yes. you know, it's just like, like no one. Was, yeah. No one was speaking my language. Mm-hmm. And then I, I suppose in as a, an aside, at the time I was working with, you know, my clients in the entertainment industry and a lot of them have endless resources, right? Mm-hmm. They have nutritionists and dietitians and and even that even they could relate to this idea that Mm -hmm. their stomach hurt a lot of the time yeah and so anyways I obviously like married the right guy or I like to say I matched myself with the right guy I was gonna say did you match yourself no I but I basically did because I met my husband and like forced him to marry me yeah (laughs) I knew he was like my guy him out in LA and he's from England and he just like moved here to try to find himself and I like had totally he was so not in at the beginning he was not no not I I mean that's how I was with my husband too because like I was I love yes it was a similar story like I had just gotten out of another relationship and like I knew Timmy was kind of the one but I wasn't ready to be with the one yet you were less in than he was I was less in than he was and he ended up giving me an ultimatum and was like yeah he was like I can't wait around any longer like either we like leave this dinner as boyfriend and girlfriend you did did it work on you it did it did you committed and then I committed right then and there and then like never looked back I love an ultimatum yeah I did I did like he got drunk before I showed up too (laughs) to like have the guts to to ask me we sound like we had a similar playbook me and Timmy I did the same thing but then my first ultimatum didn't work Nick was always respectful he was never like no he just said like I'm going on my own pace yeah if that's not right for you, then, do you. Yeah. But I got to go on my pace. Yeah, and I'd I respect like, that Take too. the ultimatum back. We'll give it another yeah, chance. Yeah, we can go at your pace. <laughs> so yeah, same same deal. So Amazing. So, so you, he helped you then. You probably were like, I got, we got to do something this, right? Yeah. And he was like, Watching you suffer. Let's make this our passion project. Let's hire a food scientist and a dietitian over Zoom and let's work on this together. So amazing. Yeah, I was all about it. Yeah. So, he did exactly that. Every night we'd work on this cookie, as we, we used to call it. Mm-hmm. And we eventually, or he eventually cracked something that I just loved. And I was like, wait, we have so to share this. You guys were just in the kitchen cooking, trying things, seeing how you were reacting to it, like doing all this. We had and, our day jobs. Like yeah. we were totally doing different things. I was very much doing my matchmaking Dating yeah, thing. And were you you were working with nutritionists and doctors and specialists and people to help you know what to put in everything? Exactly. Yeah. We yeah. ended up even working with the GI doctor I had seen. Yeah, I called him and I said, "Look, I 
know this this isn't probably most patients response but like I want to create a cookie yeah. and I want it to help me yeah um and I want to create a cookie that will not make me sick exactly yeah and he that got I will it. enjoy and, and not feel like, guilty if about you do let me know and I'll yeah. give it to every patient I have yeah so in the meantime, I had been buying Facebook groups, which is really weird. So, so interesting. Yeah, you're such a, a you're a little entrepreneur. Yeah. You are. <laughs> I mean, you I'm sure you've realized that by now. But like, yeah, OK. But maybe like scrappy is the right word. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had I'd been reaching out to admins of Facebook groups that had like 20 to 40,000 people and offering them a couple hundred dollars to buy their Facebook groups with no end goal other than like, I just want I'm fiercely curious about this uh -huh, space once uh -huh. I've seen and kind of heard the secret about the world. Secret being like, turns out women, 80% of women have gut trouble. Every yeah, day. I couldn't yeah. unsee it or unhear it. Right. And I had to, had to be a part of it. So then once you buy these Facebook groups, then you're able to like manage them and spread the plan. words. Yeah, yeah I was just like, I want this community. I want to be a part of this community in an even bigger way. Uh -huh. So once we had so this smart. bar, uh -huh. I was like, we have to share these with, with the, this community. Yeah. So we threw up a really scrappy site. We created a really scrappy brand. The brand name was terrible. What was it? It was IB Simple, which <laughs> I thought was amazing for a good solid. <laughs> I get it. Couple I months. get it. I thought it was crushing it. IB Simple. I like. Oh, I it's see like it. so cringing to look. Oh, yeah, I know. But, I just. But it worked. So we we put it up on. We threw up a site, mm -hmm. and we woke up to eight hundred and eighty four orders. That's insane. And so then we had the like very quintessential entrepreneur story where we were in our little LA kitchen, like cooking all of these bars. Nick was, I was batching, every, packaging everything, like using your money from your, both of your other jobs to like make this all happen. A hundred percent. So that's what we were doing. Yeah. And it just became so clear mm -hmm. that this deserved our full attention time. And it deserved to be, there was, this was a serious need. We decided to raise venture capital. We got really lucky and just we had some really amazing early, you know, adopters. We had mm -hmm. the CEO of Sprouts, the oh, Whole Foods, you know, the CEO. Was that process insane? And t like, I I'm so scared of that process. Like it, I've had ideas and wanted to go pitch them and do that whole thing. But like that, the idea of that sounds so intimidating. My take on it is like everything. Mm -hmm. You just do it. Like, yeah. you know, you know, like you if kinda, you believe in something, like you, you kind of figure it, it out. Yeah. And you probably yeah. mess it up a bunch, but yeah. you kind of figure it out. And like my accidental motto in life has been like, just ask. Like worst case scenario, they say, say no. no. And who cares? No. Just ask. I know. Um, so I probably did a lot of like shameless asking. Good for you. And so we had raised money. We were ready to go. We had very lovely investors who came to me and were like, hey, we love what you're doing. We think you should change the name. Yeah. Like, are you kidding? I mean, simple is like the most amazing name. It was actually <laughs> the early the the two of the earliest employees at Smart Suites, and they were like, "Well, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Just, just like think about the name a little bit." Yeah. So, anyways, we had Belly Welly teed up. Everything was great, ready to go. Uh -huh. I love Belly Welly. It's so cute. came out of a group chat. It's yeah, so <laughs> cute. It wasn't even my brain. Like, it sounds cute. It feels good. It kind of was perfect. Okay. So everything was ready to go. We had made the decision to move from L.A. to O.C. Mm -hmm. So we actually moved and we were like sitting in bed ready to launch the business the next day. And my water broke. So I was oh pregnant with our second baby. God. OK. Unfortunately, my water broke and I was six months pregnant. And we moved to this like empty house in O.C. So like literally the moving night. My God. Yeah. And so we were ready to launch next day. There was a Forbes article going live. Stop it. And our, I hadn't told any of our investors I was pregnant. Oh. I was like in fear. Yeah. I had watched my former CEO, Talia, at Three Day Rule, raise 
capital uh-huh. while pregnant. Uh-huh. And times are certainly better than they were, but it's still hard. Yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of right. stigma. Of course, to get the certain people to understand that you can give just as much as any like for sure ca- capable human. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I went to the hospital. We had an emergency situation. Mm-hmm. Our little one was born very, very small. And then mm-hmm. I unfortunately had a huge complication after. So I ended up hemorrhaging oh and they God. ended up saving my life with a hysterectomy. So, oh, my God. So everyone turned out fine, obviously. Yeah. We're like so lucky to have two. And your baby is fine and she's yeah. thriving. But we ended up launching Belly Welly from the hospital and, and running you it. You still did it? We still did it. Oh my God. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So Amazing. She, yeah. It was it was wild. And actually the NICU nurses and doctor, I mean, obviously our little beta was in the NICU for a long time. Mm-hmm. So they were like our early testers. It was yeah. kind of amazing. Like being able to bring the snacks yeah. and like share with the family and oh, the yeah. community. I think they thought we yeah. were crazy, but yeah. 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 <laughs> so oh, that's so amazing. What's the totally. nutrition all about? I think so many functional products. I think there's like many, many, many incredible products out there, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in this like era of better for you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think so many functional products focus on a magic ingredient. Like, I mean, there's mo- like, mind yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, magic yeah. ingredient. And as a consumer, that was never right for me. Right. I was worried about, I, I cared more about what wasn't in the products I was mm-hmm. eating. Mm-hmm. And it's great if they have functional benefits too, but there was no magic function that ever resonated for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need this to not have anything that's going to hurt my stomach. Right. Great if it also has some benefit. And that's how we built the bar because again, we were building it for me in this community. Right. So what was so important to me was let's strip out the things that can irritate your gut. Okay. Gluten and dairy. I don't think gluten uh, and dairy are bad yeah. at all. Yeah. I They just tend to be irritants. So this like the point of these is that this is, as safe as it gets. Yes. Again, I, I don't think foods are good or bad or there's definitely some that are bad, but it's it's like, what can you tolerate? The big one for me was something called low FODMAP. Yes, I've heard of that. So low FODMAP, I'll give you the really long version that you'll never remember again. Okay. <laughs> low FODMAP. No, but I want that. Yeah. Low fermentable oligosaccharides, disaccharides, monosaccharides, and polyols. Okay. It's just a really fancy term for short chain carbs or sugars that are poorly digested in the gut. Okay. But... The big caveat is FODMAPs are not bad. So apples are high in FODMAPs. Interesting. They're high in the apps, the, the fructose. That doesn't mean, like, obviously apples are not bad for you. Right. I feel like to, are tomatoes high on? Yes. So yeah. Like, exa- exa- and like what's even more confusing about the diet is this is this is not exactly correct. So I'm making this up. But like you can have eight almonds. But if you have 13 almonds, all of a it's sudden like it's high much. FODMAP. <laughs> So you can under, like with the problem with using for us. So thank God for people like you that are simplifying it because like it's too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. And I think FODMAP can actually be problematic because I think it's a recipe for disordered eating. Mm-hmm. And I know that firsthand because mm-hmm. you try to follow it, right? And you're following it because you're like, I need to be out of pain or I need to feel good again. Mm-hmm. But it was again so important to me in crafting this that this is my go-to daily treat or snack Mm -hmm. that is safe like Mm -hmm. it is my safe place so it started as low FODMAP gluten-free dairy-free that's the first cookie we made Mm -hmm. and fiber like fiber has become something that I think I think fiber has become like the sexiest the sexiest like thing that's not talked about now because it's actually the I think the biggest unlock for gut health Mm -hmm. so those were my those were my hit points Mm -hmm. but as we got ready to launch 
I couldn't stop thinking about probiotics, mm-hmm. which is a really loaded topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even today, I have actually mixed opinions on probiotics. I think it's like, I think it actually falls into the category we keep talking about, which is just no one size fits all. So right. I don't think all of us taking one probiotic pill is solving our solve problems. No. Yeah. Does it hurt? Absolutely not. Are we as Americans in like today's diet getting enough, anywhere near enough probiotics in the diet? No. Uh-huh. So does more versus less help? Yes. So we decided to put a, a probiotic in at the last minute, uh-huh. but I never wanted to be the gimmick. Like I don't, I never wanted to have the product that was, hey, here's a cookie, but then it also has probiotics. Probiotic so now it's it. good for you. Right, right. It needed to be real because right. I was honestly like so many entrepreneurs doing this because I wanted it. I wanted mm-hmm. it on a plane when I was going to and from London. I needed this thing that wasn't going to make me anxious. Yeah. And, and as a new yeah. mom too, like yeah. we need those easy snacks. Like yes. I'm walking around with this fig bar that I've been, I had like one half of it yesterday and then I was saved. It's like, we need these easy snacks on the go that are not going to make us feel like shit. It is so true. Yeah. I don't do the sit down whole meals. Mm-mm. And the problem is I was snacking on, again, not, I don't think there's bad or good foods, mm-hmm. but I was snacking on things that were hurting my stomach mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. So I, so we put probiotics in, but it was a tough decision for me last minute because I was like, I just really want to be so thoughtful. Mm-hmm. This is not the gimmick. This is, mm-hmm. this is a very efficacious product that we put so much time and thought into making for me. Right. Let's say a customer is eating a bar like every couple of days is the like probiotic in the bar. If you're taking it every couple of days enough for it to be doing something. So yeah, Yeah. each has 500 million CFU. So a pill is like a billion. So two is like you're getting your pill in, which again, I have been so honest and clear since running it because I was tired of this as a consumer. These will not fix you. If you have gut troubles, you it's are not gonna, a fix. This is just a snack that's not going to hurt you as much as like a regular snack. And it will <laughs> add benefit. Like, yes. Because yes. I know I'm a carb girl and like I try not to be, but I'm just a carb girl. I don't get it. I don't really get in probiotics naturally. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to do so much better with our kids. Like yeah. I'm giving them like ke- the yogurt oh, yeah. and like, the kefir. I call it kefir, kefir, kefir yeah. strawberry milk. Yeah. And it's kind of working. That stuff is yeah. so good. Actually, <laughs> kids like, like, like it's like they good, like it. It's, I thought we were going to really sell them. sweet. It's, it's kind of like yogurt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm trying to do because I really think and I've realized over time I've seen it show up on skin, mm-hmm. energy levels, mm-hmm. anxiety levels, mm-hmm. sleep literally across the board. Like I think the rumors are true so much of health is in the gut. It's where we're like producing serotonin. It is the unlock. Yeah. It's 70% of our immune system is in our gut. Right. And I now gut health is having a moment. And right. I think, I think it will continue because I just, just, the more research keeps coming, comes out points to gut, 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 gut. gut. And there is no bandaid with the gut. And mm-hmm. that's like the worst news. Mm-hmm. It's, it's our microbiome. It's so complicated mm-hmm. and complex. So I think I don't, it's a total lie to say, eat anything or take anything mm-hmm. and you're good to go on your gut microbiome. Right. It's a combination of food and sleep and rest and like it's what like we're being exposed to in the environment. Thing. It's a whole lifestyle. It's so complicated. It's so complicated. But my thinking was, so these are safe. These are, these are good for your stomach. They also have probiotics. You probably are not getting probiotics in today unless you're like taking your pill right. or Keeper or whatever, you know, yeah. your third, four kombuchas. Yeah. Have this and you know you've done something more. Yeah. I mean, gut is hard. 
That is so hard. So how do you how do you take care of it on a daily basis now? Like, is it still? I'm sure it's still a com- whole lifestyle thing for yeah, you. Yeah, and right? it's an ongoing challenge. It's an honestly. ongoing challenge. Yeah, fiber. Like I touched mm-hmm. on this earlier. I think fiber. Things that work stay around forever. Is what I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Like they're not. I keep bringing up lion's mane. Lion's mane's amazing. I don't mean to knock on lion's mane. Totally, but, like, but I, I don't know, know if lion's mane will be around in 10 years. Or like ashwagandha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what sticks around is fiber. It comes and goes yeah. in different forms, right? So it's like you go back as far, way back. Mm-hmm. Fiber has been this known thing because it actually does something. It's Right. It like helps us process things out of our system, it, right? Exactly. I remember always like whenever you're constipated, you're told go, to like go fiber. eat a bunch of fiber. There's this really interesting study. I'll back up. They keep finding that gut motility is probably one of the biggest unlocks for for optimal health gut health uh-huh, uh-huh. and there's some there's some specialists or researchers that even will go as far to say which is like i don't know a hot button for me because i feel like i definitely have celiac and it's not to do with gut yeah. motility but some will say that all of these things whether it be celiac or ibs, IBS uh-huh. everything is honestly just a product of like poor motil- motility and there's a lot of research to back that up. I don't know where I stand on that uh-huh. other than I know motility is so important. And it's definitely what I've noticed as the biggest. What is motility? Like how that... fast things move through your gut. Okay. The extremes are constipation and diarrhea. But uh-huh. there's actually a bunch of space in between where people have it's slower. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where or it's just not getting out of your system in the appropriate way. So it's bloating you. Yes. Or it's, and you may not even may, know it. Uh-huh. You may, I mean, you know, may have symptoms like bloating. Right. But you may sit and think like, I don't have diarrhea, like I have constipation, but it doesn't mean your motility is at, is like optimal. That makes so much sense. And so fiber is the thing. Like, yeah. Fiber, and we, most of us don't get in the American diet today. We don't get near enough fiber. Right. Good to know. I know. <laughs> really good to know. So you started your company, you, you launch it online, you have your kids, it starts to grow. And you have to start like promoting it online and doing the whole social thing and creating like marketing for it. Tell us about Hot Girls Have IBS. You were saying that you have that trademarked. Like what goes into the marketing behind this? Because I know you said so many women have this, but how is this something in the wellness space that you kind of make like, yeah, totally sexy and cool? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think my accidental approach to marketing has always been scrappy. Yeah. And it's honestly been, let's just ask everyone what they think. And yeah. Do it. Yeah. So everything we've done from the name to the flavors we've launched to the ingredients has just been a product of me asking our community what they want. Mm-hmm. And there's probably better ways of doing it, but it's really worked so I, far. Right? I think like, that's amazing. Like, why not just go straight to the source? Straight to the source. Yeah. I mean, and we, like I said, we are very open right Mm -hmm. so it's we never really have it fully figured out yeah and I I, again it's the easiest way to do a good job quickly so we survey everyone all the time Mm -hmm. my poor friends I have like an email thread I mean it's like an email thread of a hundred of my closest friends and like they probably get an email like twice a week honestly I'm like hey guys sorry I'm back here's a survey I love a survey (laughs) I love it will it give me any like like oh yeah, we have an answer we, at the end. Like yes. here, that, I just did okay. it yesterday. We're like about to launch a new product, and I was like, 
sorry guys, this is like four in a row today. Oh like my I God, need you. No. I remember like the quizzes in 17 and oh, then that's you would what like, get some yeah. sort of answer. Yeah. Like yep. you have, but yeah. Yes. Uh, that's like, literally uh-huh. what we do. Uh-huh. We do that for our email list. We do that for our SMS list. Oh, that's so fun. We literally do that for, so every change is something that's been voted on too many times uh-huh. by the time we make the change. Mm-hmm. I love that. My husband does that on our YouTube channel. I feel like if he... Does he, he apply kind of, the answers? So YouTube, he like kind of takes charge of because he's really good with like editing and production and stuff. And he's also like very in it with the community. And he's always pulling them, asking what them... Like our merch that we do is very dependent on like what th- their ideas and their creativity. Are you it's usually really right? Fun. Are you usually like... I'm always wrong. I'm always like, they're going to love this option. No, same. Like, I cannot tell most of the time, which really makes me feel like I'm out of touch same. Same. with like the universe. Same. <laughs> you know? That's my... I, I'm wrong every time. Yeah. So I just... so interesting. So I'm, then you need to get the answers. Yes. Because we're just also different. It's not even about being wrong. It's that you just have different answers because we have different existences. Yes. I remember very early on, I was in Atlanta visiting a friend and I went into a local Kroger there. And I remember thinking like, they would laugh at these bars. Mm-hmm. I mean... These bars have no place. Like they, they're too expensive. They're uh-huh. like shiny and cute. Uh-huh. They, uh-huh. these would not resonate. Mm-hmm. I need to build a brand not for just LA as mm-hmm. much as I love it mm-hmm. and New York. I need to build a brand that appeals to to everyone, everyone which yeah. is so hard. It is um, so hard. I tried to do that with my clothing line too. Like I thought, did you have the same experience? Same experience. And I, I was just like, I, I wanted to do dresses that were like 200 to 500 dollars like cocktail going out dresses and then once I did that I realized I was like this is not really who even my customer is sometimes what we want to create and what you know what actually will be successful are two very different things so that's when we have to like leave our egos at the door yes yeah it's like once you move past ego even the next phase is like I don't actually know the answer so I don't know how to solve this. Totally. So then you're like, let me just ask. Yeah, the let me people. just ask. Let me yeah. just ask. So one one great example for us was we went out hard with the low FODMAP thing. We mm-hmm. also went hard with bloating. Like, no, zero bloat. And no one cares. <laughs> no one cares about bloat? They care about bloat. But okay. my takeaway is that bloat is like you could sit in a room full of girls and talk about bloating and everyone would be like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm yeah. so bloated, I'm so bloated, yeah. But, it, but yeah. it's not aspirational. I think we're about to talk about Hot Girls of IBS, which yeah. has been like the most genius, but the most problematic thing we've done because yeah. when you all relate over something negative, uh-huh. like bloating, uh-huh. it's not aspirational. So Right. You're not like, let's all be bloated together. Let's like all not be bloated. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's all, like the maybe the positive spin on it is like, let's all feel light and I don't know. Yeah. Clearly I haven't cracked that, but like, yeah. let's all feel like light and not bloated. Right. But to say like, let's all not be bloated isn't really something you're like, God, count like, me let, in. let me like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least on a snack product. So like, mm-hmm. I can't speak to any other space, but mm-hmm. so anyways, hot girls have IBS. Yeah. So anyways, part of the mission up? was like, how do we destigmatize this and how do we make this approachable? Mm-hmm. So I was driving down LA one day and I was like, these billboards are boring. Like, mm-hmm. I swear half the billboards in LA are of watches mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. And they're always like this like dark gray, navy blue billboard for a watch. <laughs> I was like, does anyone? They're clearly working because mm-hmm. they keep paying for them. But mm-hmm. someone should make these brighter. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, I wonder if like we should have a billboard. And then it was in the era of 
the TikTok era of like the hot girls have insert mm-hmm, stigmatized mm-hmm, subject. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, what's the most polarizing thing you could put in there? It'd be IBS. Yeah. And so I grew <laughs> diarrhea, yeah, like more like, yeah, like what's the shocking thing you could put in there? And so and I was like, why could, couldn't you just make this hot pink? And so I pulled over to the side of the road and I Googled billboard people. Oh my God. And I called the first name on the list and I was like, can I put up a billboard that how, says hot girls have IBS? How much does it cost to do that, by the way? Because so, my husband really wants to do it. So too. it's cheaper than you think. Yeah. So and they laughed and they were like, first of all, there's like a process. Yeah. Like, what's your budget? And like, I was like, where's your art? What's your, yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't really have a budget. Like, just give me the cheapest option. And they were like, well, they were laughing. And they were yeah. like, well, we'll send you some options in LA. You look through them. So they did. So that night I like poured over these options and I was asking for like whatever wasn't booked because okay. like, we're doing this on a budget. Yeah. So I, you know, lived on Google Maps that night. I knew LA very well. So I yeah. was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. It's kind of visible by the 405. Yeah. So we chose one. We chose one that was $7,000 okay. for 45 days, which I thought was a great 45 days, $7,000. West LA, which really, you were, yeah. So, you know, like okay. pretty visible. Okay. And we put up artwork that's at Hot Girls of IBS. And three days later, I drove by and there was a line of like 20 people outside the billboard taking, taking pictures photos. of it. And I was like, "This, oh my gosh, this works. And it's amazing. The part that really was exciting beyond it, like, okay, that was money well spent. Yeah. Was this is what I was trying, like, this is people this is bonding true. over uh, having IBS. Or just, and like, even if they don't have IBS, you see that and you immediately send that to any group chat where you've like talked about your stomach. Hurting. Yes. Or someone that you know that has it and you, it, it immediately like normalizes it and makes it funny. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Genius. And so we just blew it up. We started putting them all around the country and then we started selling the merch and it, then we, then we filed the trademark on it. Yeah. So why is it you were saying that it's like, it can be negative at certain points too? So our goal in building Belly Welly, it was, was never just to be a bar brand. Mm-hmm. It was to be a platform brand mm-hmm. leading the charge on gut health mm-hmm. in grocery. So mm-hmm. Belly Welly will eventually live in four different aisles in the grocery store. It was, you know, we've almost looked, started to look at gut health as a women's health issue because yeah. women are two times more likely to be impacted. Mm-hmm. And it's the statistic is actually 83% of women experience daily digestive upset, which is insane. Yeah, That's that so is insane. insane. Yeah. And so what it did is it narrowed the focus. So mm-hmm. people started to associate us as an IBS brand or a gut issue brand, which is incredible. Those customers should feel like this is their brand. Right. That's but you're me. really, you're, you're a snack brand that... Is championing is, gut health. Right, right. It's for far more than anyone with just gut issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, to our point earlier, every person, I don't know, unless you're like living on sauerkraut and like drinking, you, you need you need more yeah. in your diet. You yeah. need more probiotics. Yeah. You should be doing more. It's like going to make your skin better. It's mm-hmm. going to make everything better. Mm-hmm. And it's still the thing people, I mean, people love it. I think it's amazing because I think that mission driven and having that idea of community first, like before even the product is so important. You, you have know, to have it now. you have yeah. to have it now. Yeah. And I think that you like organically just knew what you were doing. Like you just had a good gut instinct about that. And like you, it sounds like you're building out the products and building out the business, but that it's also so important to you to like continue to take care of the 
the community and like build up the community and know that they're not alone. So are you, I want to see, I feel like you brought some bars. Yeah. Are you taking, do you eat a bar every day or, and do you take any additional probiotics? I eat three bars a day. Okay. So I don't take additional probiotics now. Okay. I'm just bad at pills. There's a, there's a million amazing pills out there. Yeah. But it's just something that you can't Mom be life. consistent with. Yeah, I'm I'm on a good binge right now. Good. I'm on like <laughs> two. I'm almost done with my second month of my hair pills. My I'm love like, this. I know. Real. I feel like if as long as I can get two months down, then I can two keep months going. is like that. Yeah, oh, yeah but yeah. I'm not gonna stop now. You know, like why? Anyways, okay. I so give them to our eat- kids, so you'll appreciate his mom. It is it is like the snack that we give the local preschool now. And there is this peace of mind with our kids. I'm just like you are with your kids, right? Yeah. You're like, I want to set you up for success. Totally. Like, I want to make, I want to do everything I'm not doing for myself. Yeah. You're, yes. Yeah. Right. Like when I give you a diet. Yeah. Same. When I pack you a snack, like I, he has lunch at school. But when I pack yeah. him a snack, I'm like, can I put a veggie in? Can I put a little cheese in? Can yes. I put a fruit in? Oh, like thinking about, I'm like a little more than myself. smoothie <laughs> or something. Yes, of course. And not, e- not even thinking about myself for one second, you know? I love giving them these. That's actually I'm like, such a good idea because I don't want to give Sunny these, they're like glorified candy bars. And my nutritionist is like, again, nothing's bad. But when they're eating these kinds of snacks every single day and knowing that there is something better, like, why not? I know. And yeah. I'm definitely, we're a snack household too, like mm-hmm. even with our kids. Like mm-hmm. I wish we were making meal prepped whole mood. We're just not. We're just not either. We're doing snacks. So yeah. if I'm doing on the go snacks, I'm making sure they're good. Yeah. And so these- And it's some packaged things too. Yes. Like it's going to be, not everything is going to be like a fresh little, you know- tin of no. cut fruit and like veggies. No, I wish. Like, you're getting your probiotic. Like, you right. know, you're getting your fiber, your probiotics, you're good. And it has three grams of protein too. Some flavors have five, some have six. Okay, that's good. But we did not want to be another protein bar. So no. I think protein bars are great. Yeah. I eat protein bars. Yeah. Part of me for, for protein was like, I didn't want to feel, like if I wanted a snack, I didn't want to feel f- super full. Yeah. And a good protein bar should make you feel really full. Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes that's what I want. Like, mm-hmm. I want the meal bridge. Mm-hmm. I also wanted like, a, I'm like a snacky girl. Yeah. And, Are you, and you're a sweet, you have a sweet tooth. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I do too. Exa- exactly. So I was like, you know what? We're, we're incremental. So if you're in the bar aisle at Target buying your protein bars, you buy us and you buy your protein bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not meant for that. Like, right. there's so much of that in the world and there are a lot of great choices. Right. This um, is just like your snacky, like... Your granola bar. I do this like with my coffee. Old school yes. Gran- yes. I'm like, totally. I have this with my literal coffee in the morning yeah. and it's like my little snack yeah. where I can like tear off a piece and I like, we realized early on when girls eat snacks, they tear off a piece and they- I, I can, I do not bite into it. They don't bite into so it. so weird? Yeah. See, they look like little candy They're bars. They're so cute. If you like peanut butter, it's so, where can everybody find them? You said Target. Target. Yep. So, I mean, a lot of, if you're like, we're talking about LA, all the normal places, Bristol, Gelson's. Mm. You have it's chocolate a, chip? Yeah. It's like a cookie. It's like a real cookie. It's like, it's like doughy yeah. cookie. Yeah. That was like what I won. Again, this started as a cookie that turned into a bar. Love um, it. Right. Okay. So, Gelson's, Bristol. Mm-hmm. If you're in Texas, H-E-B, mm-hmm. Sprouts. Target was our big launch in September. That's so, so exciting. So exciting. I bet that's been we can't mess it up for you, though. Like, once you yeah. get into those big, it's, like, scary. It's, it's what we talked about. It's right. what we talked about, though. So I think 
it's honestly very humbling as you go Mm -hmm. too because Mm -hmm. what works in the natural channel, which is Mm -hmm. the grocery term for, you know, sprouts and whole foods, all the Mm -hmm. the healthier grocery stores, doesn't necessarily work in mass. Luckily so far, it appears to be working in mass, but it forces you to like think about everything. You're like, Mm -hmm. should should we be neon pink? Should we blow up the picture of the bar? So anyways, we are staying very agile and we're learning as we go. Like I said, luckily so far it's working. And we have like a couple of new products coming out soon. Amazing. That came from our community. Okay. More more snacks or supplements or... It's actually a powder. And it's a powder that I would never have thought of. But again, in the spirit of leaning into community, they told us they wanted it. So... I'm so excited about it. Oh my it. god. It's a powder and it's collagen, probiotics, electrolytes, and fiber in one scoop. Oh my god. I know. Does it taste like anything? It tastes like spa water. So like we're having we have a cucumber mint. It's like a light, pretty light green and a light pink. Oh my god. It's so pretty. Yeah. And it's just a powder that then you will mix Put in, in your water. with your water. I have it every day. I can't and live it's without so it. It's so good. It's so good. Like yeah. I I am. <laughs> I can't go a day without it now. That's so, I need to try it. I mean, when it comes out, I'm so excited. Well, I'm so grateful for women like you that take things like this that maybe aren't the sexiest, you know, and like, you don't know exactly what you're going to do with it, but that you, you go full force for it, you know, and you just like unapologetically do it. And it just seems like you are not scared of taking chances and risks. Sometimes we overthink so much and overthinking can like get in the way of letting us build what we want to build. A hundred percent. Yeah. So how are you taking care of yourself right now? Like with building this, with having two kids under like three and two, I can't like, how are you... Yeah. Making time for yourself. It's so stupid. It's like the worst advice, but you just do your best. Yeah. And like, if you can put your head on the pillow every night and know you did your best, to our earlier point, you like have to get to a point where that's enough. Enough. Yeah. And you actually have to feel that too. Yeah. So my like, Like own it. Yeah. Yeah. My short answer is work in progress. Mm -hmm. We are really on, like, we're just really straightforward with our kids. Yeah. This is what we're building. It's a team effort. We got to make it work. Yeah. They've been a huge part of it. I mean, they go to, you know, Target. They're really tired of hearing about Belly Belly at this point. (laughs) I told her, she's just turned four. I was like, do you want it? I had this really cute Belly Belly sticker. And I was like, do you want me to put this on your lunchbox? And she she was like, sorry, but no. Like, I'm like, it's a little bit too much. I was like, okay, yeah, okay. Like, I think she's a little over it. Over it. That's funny. You've been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for doing this. Everyone, you can use code BELLYWELLY20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.